What is up, Boston baddies? Welcome back to another episode of Drinks After Work. I'm Shannon. And I'm Gail. I feel twirly today. I feel you good. You had a pep in your step. Little you were skipping. in my step. I don't know why. I feel good. I feel alive. Because it's recording day. Recording day. And we didn't hang out this weekend, um, so now we get to hang out. Now we get to hang out. I've been looking forward to... <laughs> I can't speak. I've been looking forward to hang out. To hanging out oh with you. That's so And nice I was thinking about this before we started recording, but oh. now I, I have to say it. Your eyelashes look so good. Wait, I Are you using like a serum or a new mascara? You're doing something. No. What? You, when you walked in, I was literally applying the telescopic well, you're mascara. You're having a good eyelash day. Can wow. we talk about a good eyelash day? Because it makes... It, it makes, makes or breaks your face. I hate to does. say it. It does. Have you ever like gone to something important? a wedding, an event, whatever it is, and you start doing your mascara and it starts getting goopy. And then you put more layers on because you're trying to save it and it gets worse. And then all of a sudden you're like, I might just like stay home. I need to check myself out. Not to be dramatic, but I just, I had to speak Hmm. my truth today. That is my truth. They look really good. I feel like the right one looks a little clumpy. I need to work on accepting compliments. Mr. Man has been like trying to train me because I'll just make an excuse for something. Hmm. And so I recently started saying thanks. Yeah, that's that sounds and great. Sometimes he'll, <laughs> sometimes he'll go, I love you, and I'll say thanks. Wow. Just to be funny. Yeah, that's that, that one is funny. That that hits home. Thanks. Um, I feel like the thanks to the I love you, that could cut deep. It's, it's like it's just a little it's like joke. getting a thumbs up on a text message. Well, I need, I need to work on being complimented. And, like, if you love me, that's a compliment. That's a really good point. They say that you accept the love you think you deserve. <laughs> so if I can't accept a compliment, I'm – in my head, I'm like, wait, I don't think I deserve Exactly. That. Like, I don't think I deserve that compliment. That's why I can't accept it. Like, like when people speak nicely <laughs> about me, I start digging my fingernails into my hands because I feel so uncomfortable. Oh. Because I'm like, I think my body's rejecting it. <laughs> My coworker was like, I think it was yesterday. She was like, oh, I love your hair in a bun. Like this like low messy bun you got going yeah. on. And I was like, thanks. I didn't. No, I didn't say thanks. I said, I didn't brush my hair this morning. <laughs> like that's all yeah. I said. Like the justification. And I was like, why am I like this? No, it's such, it's such a good point. Like if someone's like, uh, I like your outfit today. In my head, I'm like, oh, I usually don't look good. <gasps> you that's want so wrong. I, like you super, should, I, I should be better. You what? Want something super embarrassing. I was doing laundry on like the communal first floor laundry room mm-hmm. of my apartment building. I think it was Sunday. Okay. And most people had this past Monday off for President's Day, not myself included. And I not had work. me. Yeah. So it was a school night for me Sunday night. And so I was doing laundry and you know, laundry day, you're just like mismatching. Oh, yeah. like I was wearing Christmas pajama pants. Always. Um, like a, like a wife beater esque tank top, like baggy, like from St. John, like a little merch from St. Oh, John. Yeah. And then I had my hair in a, in a shower. Um, I bought those like cloth things that you told me. So oh, I don't okay. wear plastic. I didn't know caps. What you're, yeah. Yes. So, so I don't wear plastic. I bought one of those and my hair was in a, in a hair thingy. It, like a towel, like a hair a towel, hair, specifically for a hair towel. And then, and then I had on hot pink, plastic Birkenstocks. Oh, so you were looking just like I was looking so good. Yeah. And I get into the elevator with my thing of laundry and he goes, laundry day? (laughs) I was like, who said that? Just some guy that lives in my building. And then I was like, yeah, that's why I look like this. And he was like, 
well, the 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 plastic Burks, they're they're pretty comfy, huh? And I was like, please stop talking to me. Oh, like I am so embarrassed right now. It is it is tough. Like, th- do you ever feel like no one is weirder than you? Like, there, there no are one some is things that me. I do. Everyone has their weird things. Yeah. But there are things that I do that if I get caught doing them, I feel so uncomfortable. Yeah. Like, I like I have this protein powder that I keep at the office. Okay. And after lunch, like, you need, like, a midday snack. And it's not dinner time yet. And I found that, like, you know, you make, like, a protein shake. And that'll kind of, like, hold you over. In addition, so that I'm not just eating potato chips all day at the office. Yeah. Anyways, it's not that weird. But what I started doing is because it's been so cold out, instead of making a protein shake, like you put it in like a shaker bottle and you mix it up, I'm like, wait a second. I put like hot water in it and then like a splash of like almond milk with my protein powder and it tastes like a little like hot drink, like a little hot cocoa type. You finesse the system. Anyways, it's, it doesn't. It doesn't feel weird to me, but today I was in the office and I'm like, I have like protein powder, like this mysterious powder in, in a mug and I'm like putting hot water in it. And this guy that I work with looks at me and he goes, so what, what are you, what are you what making? Are you making? <laughs> and I was like, oh, I'm just like, I'm, I have protein powder and I'm putting like hot water in here and I'm probably going to put like, you know, some cream in here too. He was like, oh, and he was like trying to be nice, but in that moment, I was like, "Oh, this this feels weird now." And then I was embarrassed, and I wanted to escape. Well, did you have a, a coffee following that? No. Then I'm proud of you. Thank you. Like I'm it's trying. better than you drinking another cup of coffee. I think so. what I realized with the coffee addiction is half of it is necessity, staying awake, like yeah, uh, 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 staying alive, <laughs> staying alive. <laughs> But then the other half of it is like, Um, you don't like, it's a habit. Like I'm just constantly drinking coffee. So if I can switch it up for something else, it's for the best. I'm here for that. How are we? How are you? How are we? Um, How is life? Life is, is as good as it's going to get right now. Um, No, but things are good. I haven't seen so much much to unpack I hate when people ask like how are you because it's like either I'm going to start bawling my eyes out or I'm going to start saying some sarcastic remarks okay yeah you get get what you get and you don't get upset okay um no I'm good I haven't seen you since before Valentine's Day so I feel like I have to update you in the baddies um on what I've done since then so like I you know I'm working on this I don't like being alone surprise yeah no one's shocked I don't like being alone Mm -hmm. um as we mentioned last week mystery man was away in Martha's Vineyard for the week just four nights just four nights um but I decided to go (laughs) I'm aware because some one of one of us was expecting an extra member at Valentine's Day and that same one of us saw the other one of us on a flight to Martha's Vineyard <laughs> that day. And I was like, well, I guess, I guess the Gail isn't going to be making it to dinner tonight. <laughs> well, yeah. I understand. It was, it was Valentine's Day. Yeah. I do understand. So I flew on Valentine's Day and I'm never doing this again. Okay. Cape Air. I, I don't have anything bad to say about Cape okay. Air. It's I, my own I thought anxieties. you were just going to come at Cape Air. No, no, no. I mean, they got me from point A to B in like 20 minutes. And, like, it was amazing. Uh, and alive. Like, that's all you can want. But if you guys look up a Cessna, C E S S N A, I don't know if I'm spelling that right. It is a, if it's two pilots and eight passengers. So 10 people total on this plane. We had one pilot and then six total passengers. Wow. It was 
traumatizing. I'm never, have you taken a plane that small before? I don't recommend. Um, I'm trying to think. I've definitely, I went on one flight from like Michigan to like Sioux Falls, South Dakota, which kind of felt like that vibe. Maybe not that small though. Like that's, it that's was. Really, like I'm I've talking, been on like a plane that like I know the the pilot. So there was like four of us on that. I know though. But well, like. Is that a PJ? <laughs> no, 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 no. Anyways. I didn't sorry, know that sounded like so douchey. I knew that. So no, It relatable. was like a family friend. Anyways. Anyways. Um, no, I'm talking like so small. They put your luggage in the wing of the plane. Okay. Like it is so <laughs> Were you also on the wing of the plane? Basically. Essentially. Thank God that it was pitch blackout because I did not look out the window yeah, once. Yeah, there's no need to Because you can see the ground the entire time. You're not high enough for, like, it's, it is terrifying. I looked at the control. I know how to fly a plane now. It you, is so easy. Mm. You just follow the dotted line. Yeah, I've always wondered autopilot. How, yeah. yeah, literally, I've always wondered how pilots know where they're going. They There's a map. You just stay on the line, and it takes you it to your destination. It couldn't be easier. It couldn't it be couldn't easier. It couldn't be easier. Like, I am so confident that you could fly Honestly, a plane. I was ready. I was in the first row. I was behind the seat that a second pilot should have been sitting in. So you so were, like, you I were was back ready seat, to jump You in. were backseat flying. I was. You were like, sir, I'm sorry, but you could have easily. Oh, I was watching him the entire time. <laughs> like a freaking hawk. I, I mean this with love. I, I think that there was like a very short list of people that I would trust to fly. No. Oh. Like that I would rather sit behind me while I flew a plane. <laughs> I didn't like, talk to him once. Mm-hmm. Behind you. Shut. What? I kept my mouth shut. <laughs> I said thank you at the end of my flight. Okay, there you go. That's all I was like, thank you for getting me sick. I held my breath the entire time. That's impressive. And like, there's no That's like Wi-Fi. Guinness book. I know. There's no Wi-Fi. So if you're going down, like you can't say goodbye to anyone. Oh, see, that, is, like, that is a fear of mine. It is so loud. The plane is so loud. I had my music on full blast in my ears and I could still hear the... <laughs> Okay, that yeah, that would freak me out. That's like the time that I thought yeah. there was a terrorist attacking the flight I was on. Oh yeah, and like that was a dark time. Yeah, it was you. just you know a few years ago. I was in a dark place, not feeling my best. Yeah. Started getting anxiety. Never had a panic attack before. Had a panic attack for the first time on a flight back from Chicago after a very long weekend. <laughs> um, and. What started the panic attack, I'm not going to say on the podcast because I would never come at my lovely fiance for getting something in my head. I'm just I'm just kidding. Um, love you if, if you're listening. But I started having a panic attack. The guy behind me I thought was going to take the plane down because he took out his black backpack, strapped it over himself forward, starts walking slowly to the front of the plane. I start bawling my eyes out. I'm like, we're going down. Like, this is it. And I'm trying to. Why did he bring the backpack to the front of the plane? That's a great question, Gail. It was did so he go sca- to the bathroom? I, this guy was being lurky, sketchy, like shifty, walking around the plane, talking to the flight attendant, going to the front, going to the back. Like he was giving me weird vibes. I think I was already, I was also in the middle of a panic attack. So everything, so you just I was, assumed the worst. I was heightened. Point. Everyone was a suspect. And I was already like very emotional. And then he gets up, gets his black backpack out and puts it like in front of him, like over his chest and starts slowly walking to the front of the plane. And I was like, it's, we're going down. And in my head, I was like, he's going to take the plane. We're going to crash into the Prudential Center. I don't know why. I just started spiraling. I am bawling my eyes. Michael's like holding my face, like trying to contain me because I'm like, ah, like crying, screaming. It was really bad. And the first thing I tried to do was like, I'm trying to text my family and say, I love you. 
That's all I went. Michael was like, do not send that text to your family. And I was like, I need to tell them I love them. I need to tell them I'm sorry. <laughs> Can like, you put it on like a, a like delay my, send? My poor parents, case. they get a text from their daughter uh. that they know is flying home at like 10 p.m. on a Sunday night that just says, I love you. Like, thank yeah, God I didn't end up sending that. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, moral of the story, I do agree with you about the no Wi-Fi. It, it's just like, I mean, once you land, you're like, oh, yeah, like, that's so worth it. Like, I would have had to drive two hours and then take a 45-minute ferry. Like, I saved so much time by flying, but it truly was an experience of, like, I don't know if I can, like, go in a helicopter or skydive now. Yeah. Like, a small, nope, nope. No. But Martha Jr. was, it was cute, fun, flirty, whatever. Mm-hmm. And then we came home, celebrated Valentine's Day at Zuma on Saturday, which, oh, okay, it was really bad service, like like really bad. The food is amazing as usual, but like I'm talking like ordered our drinks. He never, our waiter never once asked us if we wanted another drink. Oh, like okay. isn't that bizarre? That is weird. And then like they messed up my salmon. They gave me a raw salmon okay. when I asked for it medium well. Yeah. Came, first of all, my salmon came out after everything else. Like we were already done eating. It was so awkward. Send back the salmon, which was totally fine. They were nice about that. Takes another 20 minutes to get the salmon. And then it was cooked perfect. And then they double charge us for the salmon on the bill, which normally I'm like, I'm like, Michigan, just give them the card. Like, we don't even look at the bill sometimes because I'm like, I don't want to wait for them to come back because I'm impatient. But for some (laughs) reason, I was like, no, like, let me look at the bill. And there's two salmons on it. That's just like the... The little things. The, yeah. And like, you know, like the moist towelettes? Yeah. Didn't get one. Oh. Where's my moist towelette? <laughs> well, I'm excited to go to dinner with you this Friday. Are you? <laughs> yeah, like, I'm so are excited. You? I love it. <laughs> Every time. But those are valid points. No, no, no. Those are valid points. I think points. they were just so busy, which like, I'm going to go back. Don't get no, me wrong. You, but I was, you're spending so much you're money. You're saying all the right things. You, you speak in my service. language. I think that everything you're saying is valid. I just know that every time I go to dinner with you, specifically when we go on a double date, I go into fight or flight. It's not your (laughs) fault. It's not just like I'm sitting there at the table and, you know, there's at some point there's there's going to be there's going to be an issue. And it usually has something. It's something to do with. My displeasure. Your displeasure. (laughs) And I love you for it. And in that moment, I always wonder, I'm like, do I run away and do I leave? Do I punch Gail in the face or do I punch the waiter in the face? (laughs) Or do I punch Mystery Man for doing nothing? (laughs) D. Just sitting there sipping on his drink. (laughs) I'm like, what are you going to do about it? Just kidding. It's like it always ends up being. And then Michael just sits there laughing because he thinks it's so funny. No, he's hiding in the menu because he's mortified. Yeah. It's. Oh, man. Anyway, We're trying somewhere new, friend. I'm excited. Okay, so. Anyways, how was, I have one other update, but I want to hear about you and your weekend. Oh, how was your Valentine's Day? It was amazing. Did you get shoes for Valentine's Day? Oh, no. Okay, good. Okay. <laughs> this is like the shoes <laughs> comments. No, um, actually, this is really, really sweet. Michael and I usually don't do like presents for Valentine's Day. It's usually yeah. go to dinner together. We get each other like cute cards, like flowers. Thing. Well, a flowers. Are pre- <gasps> oh, and I need to know present. how the flowers in the office were, but go on. Um, so, no, actually the flowers in the office were like, um, I thought they were nice. He was very upset because they, did, they didn't, 
it was the wrong order. And it was, like, kind of sketchy. But, like, how was, like, the battle of the flowers? Oh, oh, it wasn't so crazy this year. I feel like people were kind of oh. chill. Which, like, yeah, I don't know. Maybe maybe upstairs, like, where the execs are, it was a little crazy. Oh, upstairs. <laughs> the, with the top doll. Yeah, 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 yeah. Maybe just, like, where, where I am, it wasn't as big. <laughs> no, um, it is funny, though, because every year, Michael will send flowers to the office. And yeah. every year... The girls that I work with that are single, but like maybe you're like talking to a guy and kind of want to make, make him jealous. They'll they'll put they'll, they'll s- stop. They'll they send them. The, they'll all put like the flowers on their desk and like post a picture on their Instagram story and just like, a little so heart nice of you. with a little heart next to it. And then they'll have like guys like being like, "Wait, like who got you those flowers?" You know. Wait, that's so, so they genius. every year they, they, we all say collectively we're like, "Thank you, Michael," because like you know, he's doing he's doing the he's doing the right thing, looking out for community the girls. service. Community, yeah, that. it's their communal flowers. They should. <laughs> they benefit all, which is good. Um, okay, but how is Valentine's? You don't normally do Valentine's gifts. Valentine's Day. Oh, you yeah. But I like, you know what it is? Little, like, thoughtful things. Yeah. Things that people remember mean the world to me. So yeah. this is, um, I don't know. I'm not, like, my love language is not, like, gifts. I don't yeah. need gifts. But I remember we were walking by. We were going to the movies one night. And we saw, we walked by Lululemon. And I saw this, like, like quarter zip at Lululemon. I was like, that is just like the cutest thing. Like, I love that. So whatever. And we just kept walking and he got me that for Valentine's Day. And it was so sweet because I just, in my head was like, I can't even believe it had been like weeks and weeks and weeks and weeks. Oh, wow. And it was just like really sweet that he remembered that and like put the thought into being like, oh, I'm going to go and get her. I don't know. I love a thoughtful fiance. You know what it is? I think thoughtfulness is so important. It means more than the gift. Yes. Like it's not even the money. It's like if I, I don't know, if I like was like, oh, like I'd always like to go to the boss, like, you know, the commons and have a picnic. And then like, if we did that like a year from now and he remembered like things like that, I think means so much. Um, Absolutely. Anyways, that was lovely. We went to Boston Chops for valentine's day which was great they had like a preset menu i get the filet like i do like everywhere um we had so much fun but like we had so much fun i definitely think we were exhausted because it's like a it was a wednesday, wednesday night yeah, yeah. you know by the time like our resi was at like 7 45 <laughs> like almost 8 p.m we went out again on saturday night i went home on friday saw my parents which was amazing which is such a good night just relaxing and then saturday we went out to the um, Le Petit Robert in the South yeah. End. Okay, so I almost like, well, people are probably, we already know what that is. But if you don't know what it is, you have to go. It is, yeah. I know you've been. I've been I've been to the bar once and then like had dinner there okay. once. So I had never been, I don't know why, I just never. Really? Never? Not no, to the bar? Never been to the bar, never been. And oh, it was that. just like the cutest, quaintest restaurant. Like it's really like, it's small, but like just so, so cozy and maybe it was just like they were having a really good night or something because like the place was packed michael and i got a drink at the bar first the wine was amazing um we got their like french i think pinot noir and it's like i get the filet he got the i think short rib all the food was just everything was good was on point like cooked to perfection came out at the right time we just had so much fun there so um yeah it was a it was a really good night Highly it's recommend. fun in the summer too they have like outdoor seating yes. on the street because they go for the french and, style yeah. vibe where like they have it's like nice. all the chairs outside i haven't been in a really long time i kind of forgot about them but yeah I, I did like it there yeah i want to go back um i think where, where are we going this friday that mexican place in back Bay. yeah it's like kind La of casa, like casa mm, i don't know but I guess Michael's been, but none of us have. Yeah. So that'll be fun. I'm looking forward to that. It'll be What's good. It 
good to get out on the town. Casa Romero. Yes. Okay. And Michael said it's amazing. So we'll give you guys, we'll have to update you guys. Yeah. But it was such a good weekend. What I want to know, though, is last episode, oh. we talked about, um, you know, you taking a step towards oh therapy. therapy. And I think the, the baddies probably want to hear an update on how that went. Oh, do they? I I was going to update people anyways, regardless of whether or not. No, but I've had two <laughs> sessions since. And so I love my therapist. The person. You love her? Yeah. Wait, that's so good. I know. Which is wow, that's so like, rare. That's huge. I know. You've never know. liked one before. I know. No, like we like laugh together. Oh, you guys laugh. Yeah. It's like fun. Um, okay, I like her a lot, but I, you know, I hope that stays because right now we're kind of just in the like. She's just asking me, like, a shit ton of questions. And then, so, like, the first two sessions was just her, like, asking me questions. Like, basically, like, rating me on a scale Mm -hmm. of, like, severity and, like, whatever, da-da-da-da. And then she's going to create, like, a game of attack. Okay. So, the work hasn't started. Right. So, I might not like her when the work starts. Right. We'll see. But I think you need to hold on to the fact that you do yeah. like her. No, I know. So that even if there's times when you don't like her, it's like, yeah. no, no, no. You just don't. Maybe like you don't what she's like. she's making me do. Yes. You yeah, don't yeah, like yeah, what yeah. you're going through, but it's yeah. not her. Yeah. But it's great. It's going great so far. Um, glad to have that. Um, and I started, I, I'm on like day four or five of taking medicine for OCD, which is like a huge step because I was just staring at it for two months. And I then know. this past weekend, I was just like, screw it. And I just took it and nothing happened and, and I'm fine. So, did still you taking was it. there like a fear of I'm going to take this and something is is just yeah, like I think that it's going to happen or yeah, it's there's, change me. I mean there's a laundry list of side effects right. that like like and I just like didn't want to deal with it and like cuz you it's like dating you have to like find what works best for you and like right. sometimes you know it takes usually about like 2 months for you to like really know if the medicine's going to work for you or not and okay. it's just like exhausting having to try new things over and over but whatever we're good so are you going to notice the effects of the medicine right away no. or is it going to take time for it to like build up? In your it system? takes like, like minimum. I mean, everyone's different, but like the general standard is like six to eight weeks. Okay. So, so. it's going to, you're going to like track to see when you yeah. start feeling different. Yeah. Okay. Hopefully, hopefully it does. I might have to like up my dose, lower my dose or just try something new, but we'll see. But feeling optimistic um, I did want to circle back to one more thing for Valentine's Day oh. really quick. On Valentine's Day, I talked to boyfriend number two. I'm just kidding. <laughs> You're not. Kidding. No, I'm not. <laughs> um, okay. Okay. And, and the reason why I want to bring this up is because I have a question. I want okay. to know your honest answers. Yes. So Dave Portnoy. Yeah. He recently just adopted a pit bull. Okay. Her name I is Miss Peaches. Yep. We love her. She's amazing. And it's actually really sad because she was, like, abused. She was, like, overly bred, like, just forced to be pregnant so many times. Um, it makes me so sad. It's really sad. Adopt, don't shop. And um, he adopted her. And on Valentine's Day, he posted, like, this whole video of him meeting Miss Peaches for the first time. And I was like, damn, like, that's kind of an asshole move. You like, think so? And I'll, here, I'll tell you why. And so, basically, I DM'd him, as I do. Usually, I get left on red. He'll answer me every now and again. Um, but more more times than not, I get left on red. Right. But I answered him, and I said, Dave, come on. Replacing Birdie on Valentine's Day. I'm happy for you and Miss Peaches. 
But on Valentine's Day with like emojis, Silves is going through it already. And he goes, I was in Chicago flying back to Miami, picking up a dog from a shelter. It's about the dog. And I go, okay, but you could have waited until tomorrow at least to post about it. And he goes, it's not a guy. It's a dog. First of all, you meant girl. Yeah, right. (laughs) You meant girl. I left him on red after that. I was going to be snarky back and be like, oh, guy, huh? What are you, switching teams now? But I but I was like, I don't want to get blocked. So I digress. Um, but I just thought it was like insensitive of, of him to do that because we all know like before Silvana, Dave and Renee, like they both love dogs, mm-hmm. whatever. He's always been a dog guy. But I think like he's filling a void of missing Brody. Like he had Brody in his life, Silvana's dog. For the two, the, honestly, I think they dated for three years. And then for him to post that he like got this dog on Valentine's Day when she's probably sad enough that it's Valentine's Day mm. and she got dumped two months ago. Like yeah. she literally is posting on TikTok like days ago that she's crying. Yeah. Like she's clearly not over the breakup yet. Valentine's Day is probably hard enough as is. And then he replaces Brody. Yeah. And then she, and then she, and then she posts later that day her crying. Yeah. Um, okay. So is he an asshole? Should he have waited a day? So this is my thing. It's one of two things. Maybe there's a maybe he did that, like posted on Valentine's Day to like kinda like post something and maybe it was like a slight trying to see how she'd react. Like, trying to see I don't, if he'd okay. get a reaction. Let me preface. I don't think he did it to hurt Silvana. I think he just generally didn't see anything wrong with no, it. No, that's what I was gonna say. I feel like knowing him or I guess I don't know him but um knowing how like a lot of men maybe are is like I don't think he would ever put the pieces together like oh I'm I'm posting this on this day and it's gonna affect her like this because like she knows that we always have this bond about her dog like he literally I honestly think that he's probably like in his world of like oh that like I did something nice I'm I just adopt I just saved this dog I'm gonna post about it didn't not realizing that it was gonna affect her um, does that make it right? Maybe not. Does that make him a douchebag? Maybe. Does it mean that he's not, like, super hyper aware of her feelings? Probably. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, I think if a guy is, like, very hyper aware of your feelings, still, like, there might be, like, oh, is he still kind of, like, I don't know, thinking of it? Like, if, if yeah. he posted that and he, I mean, I don't know with a girl. I don't know if she's really emotional or not. But she is. <laughs> knowing how emotional she is, if he's not, like, thinking that way, then maybe he's kind of just, like, you know, moving on and over it a little bit. Um, but I will say this. Um, <laughs> I don't like the crying on Instagram. It's just, like, come on. I I think that she seems very sweet. And I understand she went through a very, very sad breakup. Like, it sucks. Getting dumped By a millionaire sucked, sucks. Especially by a millionaire. <laughs> like, devastating. I can only imagine. But when you're posting videos of yourself crying on TikTok and Instagram like that attention seeking it's almost it it comes off a little desperate a little like she really wants him to reach out to her because it's like she's showing that she's crying and I feel like that's gonna give like the opposite response if he's like okay she's clearly not over it I don't know I just feel like it's I don't get why people do it I think it's I think it's odd like even at my saddest moments when I got dumped like I'm not gonna let the person know how sad I am like to the point where I'm posting videos of myself crying like I'm always like wait did you like set the phone up first and then 
start crying and then take a picture? <laughs> or did you like happen to be it's crying awkward, and then yeah. you like pull your phone out and you're like p- taking pictures? I always, when I see a picture of someone and it's like tears streaming down their face, yeah. my first thought is always like, how did we get here? Like what, what was the process like that went into this? And it's just, it's a little, mm, I don't know. I just sent you the photo just of what not, she posted. Yeah, I, she said, I saw that picture. I, I just don't. An hour ago, but we're back down. Are y'all keeping up? And maybe if she's posting it as like a, hey, follow along my journey to her followers. And it's like, you know, if you've been dumped, like I've been dumped. We've been there. Yeah, I think the relatability is The relatability what? is there. Like, I get it. It's giving like maybe Sophia Coppola-esque. But like, it's the crying specifically that I've never really gotten behind. I don't understand it. No matter how famous you are. I'm right there with you. I don't think she's doing it for a for Dave's attention. I think okay. I think she's always been super emotional. Like she's like similar to me. Like could cry if the wind blows. Um, just based off of what she posts online. Like it's not a secret that she's like a sensitive, emotional girl. Okay. We love that. We love girls like that. Um, but I think I don't know. I don't think he did it to hurt her. I just think he is not like super empathetic. And like because if you're I don't know. I feel like if you I and I do think he still cares about her, but I'm just like you really like the fact that he like I don't know. I hope my message to him made him sit and think like, "Oh, maybe I should have." Yeah, maybe it did. I mean, maybe if it did then that's then that's sweet of you. I think that I could just see him being a person that's like this situation with like th- rescuing this dog isn't about my relationship and she shouldn't make it about her. Like that's probably how he is. Yeah. For good or for bad. Um, but yeah, I, I, I get what you're saying. I think you did the right thing by reaching out. Valentine's Day, tough time of the year for everyone. We survived it. We're moving right along. <laughs> We're trucking along. We're trucking along. All right, let's dive into drunk dates. Let's dive in. Okay, everyone is talking about the latest season yes. of Love is Blind. It's making me want to watch Shame. the show. I've, I've never, never watched it. it. Ever. 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 For those of you that don't know, it's literally just like another dating show about people who get to know each other behind walls. Like literally like there's a wall separating them and they just talk and talk and talk. And then at the end, you're supposed to like find your person. Hopefully most people don't. Okay. Some people do. Okay. But this season we have a love triangle with two girls, one guy. Chelsea, Jessica, and Jimmy. And basically... Oh, Jessica. 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 Wait, we like Jessica. Yeah, Jessica. Normally, we're like, fuck Jessica. But Jessica, no, she's cool. Okay. So, we have Chelsea and Jimmy, who, spoiler alert, I feel like everyone's talking about this, so if you don't know what's going on, like, I'm sorry. Spoiler alert, they end up together at the end, and there's one problem. She claimed during the process that she was her doppelganger was Megan Fox, <laughs> yes. which is a huge statement. It's a huge claim. To it's make. a huge claim. Yes. Like we all know that Megan Fox is in another world of beauty. Yeah. Like she is drop dead gorgeous. Absolutely. She might have lost her marbles recently, but yeah. But we but still like, love especially her. like Transformers era oh God, Megan yes. Fox. Like there is no one there's no one Iconic. like that. And there never will be. Like maybe no. the only other person like Angelina Jolie, Megan Fox. Like mm-hmm. th- th- they're untouchable. It's yep. another another level none of us will understand. Mm-hmm. So basically there's a love triangle going on. Yeah. This man's 
is trying to Jimmy. Yeah. It's trying to decide between two girls. And it sounds yep. like the one girl, Jessica, um, has a child, right? Like a 10-year-old child. Yeah. Yep. Okay. A 10-year-old daughter. Yep. And it sounded like the her situation just ended up being a little bit too much for, for him. him. Yeah. Okay. Um, she is drop dead gorgeous. Like you see She her, looks like Megan she Fox looks like 10 Megan times Fox. more than Chelsea does. So she is drop dead gorgeous. Not that like obviously looks are the only thing that matters, but you'll find out why this matters in a second. Ends up being like the one of the prettiest people I've ever seen. But, you know, they they connect. She has a 10-year-old daughter. He thinks maybe the situation's a bit much. Um, he's trying to decide between these two. And right around this time when he's trying to decide, the the girl Chelsea ends up dropping the hint, or I don't know how it came up in conversation, but she ends up telling him, like, oh yeah, like people have told me I look like Megan yeah. Fox. And and to her defense, like she never said like I look like Megan. Like she doesn't think that she looks like Megan Fox. She she made it clear she was like, I don't think I look like Megan Fox. Like I don't see it, but people have told me I resemble Megan, Megan Fox. Fox. So here's the thing. Like we're talking about a dating show where you don't see the person right. for the entire season. So you're going the whole idea is like you're going off personality. You're getting to know each other without looks being involved and you're getting to know someone authentically for who they are, not what they look like. And then, you know, you choose your partner in your romantic interest by, you know, who they are as a person, not right. based on how they look. And it's supposed to be the idea of like, you know, you really should never date someone based on what they look like. But I feel like <laughs> when this girl tells this man, yeah, people tell me I look like Megan Fox. He is now thinking, like, when he's visualizing her, he's thinking Megan, Megan Fox. Fox. Yeah. So, like, no matter what the girl ends up looking like. It's going to be a disappointment. It's going to be a disappointment. Fox. Like, that's, and that's the thing. So, when they show the reveal, like, at the end, right? Like, yeah. he, he ends up choosing her, this girl, Chelsea, the one that says she looks like Megan Fox, and ends up ending it with the girl, Jessica, um, who actually kind of does look like Megan Fox. And when they see each other, it's this, like, awkward moment where he kind of like looks a little oh, let down he's like taken back. it's it's on it's on honestly awkward and yeah. people were kind of coming at her saying like when you know when the veil is dropped and they see each other she was acting a little weird and like kind of strange he was acting shifty if you saw his facial expressions like he did not, not seem good. like she seemed very into him he did not seem into her and the thing is like the girl's really cute like she's a good looking girl but she he was expecting Megan Fox and in my head, I'm like, you just can't, you can't say that. Like, you almost should pick, like, a kind of, like, quirky, like, type person to compare yourself to. Because I feel like you can't pick, you can't pick Megan Fox. Because you're going to be a letdown. Like, I yeah. would never say that. I would never say to a guy that I hadn't met, like, oh, yeah, people tell me I like Megan Fox. Because he's going to miss, he's going to meet me and be like, bitch, no, you don't. No, you don't. <laughs> I think it's honestly sad because if you, like, look at his body language, his facial expressions, even the words that are coming out of his mouth in the, like, post-interviews. Yeah. He literally said, like, he, and he prefaced, like, yes, I am very attracted to her. Obviously, looks don't mean anything, but she obviously lied to me. Um, yeah. He did say that. He was like, she lied to me about the looks. Yeah. And he said, I forget the exact wording, but he was talking about how how she looks. And he goes, but I can work with he that. He goes, I guess I can work with that. Like, that's what he said about her. Like, if my boyfriend ever said, yeah, I could work with that. Oh. Like, 
broken up with. Would punch you in the throat. You could tell by the body language. And she kept, when they saw each other, she kept being like, I'm just so happy. Like, you look so good. You look so good. And he was just like, thank you. He wasn't matching her energy. He literally said thank you. It was And he was like, I like your dress. She was like, oh my gosh, you're so handsome. And he was like, I like your dress. He's like, I like your dress. Yeah. So it was it was was a hard watch. People are coming at both of them. Um, People are calling him an asshole who's like, obviously, you know, it shouldn't matter what she looks like. Like, you like this girl. You picked her. Like, she also is like, again, like a really cute girl. But like, people are saying he's a douchebag. But then other people are like, no, no, no. She, she knew what to. she was doing. Um, so there's there's people out there that are like, no, it was a strategic move because when he was trying to decide between these two girls, he was actually leaning towards the other direction. Yeah. And right around that time when he was kind of leaning towards this other girl, Jessica, is when Chelsea Dropped mentioned the, yeah. the, the, the Megan Fox thing. So some people think like she was being manipulative. And strategic, yeah. So... Regardless of, I guess, what your thoughts are on these two specifically, I beg the question, like, do you think love is blind? Like, do you think there's ever a situation in which love is blind? Like, does that work? work? Is love blind? Like, is it like... Mm, no. Do, like, is there a world in which like, the looks don't matter at all? N- no. You don't think so? I think they matter. Okay. But then I'm like... Okay, like, will you still love me when I'm no longer young and beautiful? Like, I'm like, wow, yeah, are Lana. you still gonna? I know, are you Ugh, still gonna that love one me? Cuts that song wrecks me. I know when I'm like 80 and like, like I'm not even gonna love me when I'm 80. I'm gonna like look in the mirror and jump. Well, I think by then, they they love you and like you're growing together. I don't know. The so, love is supposed to be con- unconditional, <sighs> and it's like you better unconditionally love me when I'm. Raggedy. I have a thought on this. Yeah. I actually am I'm putting myself into these shoes and I actually don't know if it's either for me. Like I don't what? know if it's solely looks. Well, obviously it's not solely looks. That'd be weird. Um, because I mean I've met some really good looking people that I'm like, uh-uh. Like the personality. Shitty personality. Yeah. yeah. I don't know if it ever could hundred percent be looks or personality. Um, I think it's it's chemistry. And vibes. And almost like, I know that's such a good, weird thing to say, but it's more about so. like how I feel when I see someone. Like how I feel when I'm with them. Like the, the spark. That's what it is. The spark. The spark. Like I can't even put a finger on it. There's some, there's been times in my life like when I was younger and single when I would like meet someone and they had a really good personality and they were good looking. And I was no chemistry. Nothing. I was just like, oh, like nice guy, like great personality, great family, like whatever. And then I've met people, they're, they're just like a spark. Like, Michael is such a good-looking guy, and he has a great personality. But when he walked into the room that day, I don't think those were the first two. Th- I just, I met him, and I was just like, there was just something there. And the I was energy. like, I just, um, yeah, I just was like, I was so attracted to, like, whatever, whoever he was. I don't know, I don't know how else to explain it. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if it was, like, his personality or his looks. So, Part of me is like, sure, is it like when he's when you see them for the first time, it's like you're going off the looks, or is it like you see them for the first time? Because they're also separated by rooms. It's not like they ever were like physically in the same room together. You know, is there a spark? Is there not a spark? I'm wondering if that's part of what it is. I think they're in the same room. It's just like a like a wall. Like yeah. they can like hear each other from they can hear but each other. But regardless, I think 
I definitely think the energy and vibe and chemistry should be a factor into like everyone is always just like, nope, it's either personality looks or the two, but that should be a third contender. I, I, I do agree. Yeah. Um, is love blind? Love is blind. Um, I mean, I no, I just, I really, I really do think looks matter as shallow as that sounds. I mean, mm-hmm. Mr. Man got me for looking like Dave Portnoy. That's that you did end up with someone that is that is your type, hundred percent. I manifested it. I'm I mean, just yeah, and everyone's different. I think there and are some people that over. there are some people that are like, I don't, I don't care what someone looks like at all. Yeah. but I beg to differ that everyone cares a little bit. Like everyone yeah. has somewhat of a type, a little bit, and that's a, that's okay. Yeah, because otherwise like you don't want to be an if asshole. If you're not attracted to your partner, then you're just friends. <laughs> yeah, but that's where that's again where I think that the spark has to. I don't know. Honestly, you know me. Like, I'm a big energy person. Like, yeah. I go off people's, like, their soul. Mm-hmm. That's what matters to me. I care about someone's soul. Maybe I'm becoming deep in my old but age. But, like, what's know. the difference between platonic and romantic at that point? Like, you can, oh, you know? Like, well, it has no, to be attraction, platonic no? platonic could be, platonic is, like, I think could be just, like, oh, they have a good personality. But if I'm, like, if I love someone's soul, then I feel like that's, that's romantic. So you only love one person's soul. So you don't love my soul? <laughs> oh my gosh. I don't know. <laughs> just keep digging. I don't know. Just no, kidding. I think that like, I just think it's, I think it's the chemistry. But I've okay. just always been like that. Like I have. But you can have chemistry with your friends. Not, like if you not vibe, romantic chemistry. Exactly. Yeah. There's different types. <laughs> I think there's different types. <laughs> <laughs> we're like getting so like we need like a love doctor yeah maybe we need to like come bring a pod. love doctor onto the podcast we're not qualified no speaking of Megan Fox did you see Machine Gun Kelly's new tattoo his whole body essentially well his upper torso mm-hmm. is just covered in black ink so I don't he was already covered in ink. Like, he had... Yeah, he was tatted from head tatted, to toe. And like, it looked cool. Was he like, that's not enough? Like, what can I do to be different? Like, just like, getting your whole body tatted isn't, isn't like, badass enough. Like, I need to just completely... I, I can't even describe it. So he posted the photo. It was and... like the fill feature on Photoshop. He just... <laughs> his whole... His entire torso. Okay, so he posted... I, I, I don't know what possessed him to do this but his caption is for spiritual purposes only yeah i don't and get if that you look at the thing like i think what he was going for was a cross like like there's a cross mm. in the middle of his chest like you guys have to look at it but do you know what i mean yeah like it's all like the upper half of his torso is completely like black ink and then there's like a little bit of like there's like, like a openness. line where there's openness like where it's and just it kind of looks tattoos. like it could be a cross. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. The you. only reason why I thought of that is because he said for spiritual purposes only. And then he tags the guy who, or is it a guy or a girl? Who did it? Just the artist. It says rocks. I mean, I can't even, Im- I, I don't have, when I saw that, I was kind of like, oh, that seems like a bit much. I want to know, one, did he get it for free or is it for like, I don't think he needs, I don't think he needs this person. I don't think they need a free brand deal. Cause like, if you look at their Instagram page, it's R O X X, a bunch of underscores. Like this is like a trend. Like if you look at their page, like that is what they do. They oh, just they do just like completely 
Yeah, they like, just color look your at, look at that girl's arm. Oh, like it's just like okay, like that that's is gonna his hurt. Thing. I can't even. Yes, have, and like, then I want to know how long because it it's like literally taking like a teeny tiny, very fine, fine, fine little like pencil and like oh, I can't even imagine. I'm thinking about my tattoo and how small it is and how long it took, and I just can't. <laughs> I can't imagine that when I look at it. Um, we're not doing a good job describing it on the podcast because it's like no. hard to describe. It's yeah. look look it up. It's kind of crazy. It's worth looking. I I need him to come out with an actual like interview about it so I can understand what was going on in his brain. Like when like that that I don't even think you could. I know you can get laser removal, but like that I think that's there. I was thinking that when I saw it, I was like, is there a way where you can get that removed? I don't, I don't think, think so. so. Like you'd have to laser your entire. Body. I don't know. Kind of crazy. Kind of crazy. Okay, wait. I realized we never talked about the fact that Kim Kardashian has a boyfriend again. I know. We. I think we go through phases where we try to give ourselves a break, a break yeah. from the Kardashians, and it's been a little while since we talked about them. It has. It's been all tailored. No. No Kardashian. I know. I'm so sorry. I. I really. I think this is kind of old news. Like I feel like at least a month old, but. It's it's honestly news to me. I feel like I found out like a week ago. I had no idea. I think I was like was some whatever award show and they were talking about it. But she's dating Odell Beckham Jr., yes. some wide receiver for the Baltimore Ravens. Yes, very famous. Is he an active member? He's, he's yeah, he's is very he retired. Famous. No, is he like currently playing? Like like was he currently playing I, in this past season? Oh, I don't know if he was playing. retired. I don't Peter. know. Help. Doesn't matter, but like Yes, he was still playing. Oh, okay. thank you. Is he good at his job? He know. was really good. He was really good. I, I mean, Keegan. remember when everyone did their hair to look like him? No, I don't know who he is. Okay. Yeah. Well, he's what he's pretty he famous. <laughs> good is looking he? guy. Odell. He sounds like an actor. Odell Beckham. Are you Jr. thinking? I don't know who you're thinking of. I don't know. He's a good looking guy. I'm just confused. Are you thinking of David Beckham? Oh, maybe. Who's also an athlete, not an actor. Oh. <laughs> David Beckham is also attractive. Yeah, yes, very oh, true. David Beckham. Oh, he's a soccer player. Okay. Yep. <laughs> okay. It's all coming together. Kim Beckham. I don't Fo- like it. Football and American football. Two oh, Beckhams. what does he play? Which? Oh, English former soccer. <laughs> so that means soccer. So, okay, he plays real soccer. David Beckham plays soccer. Yeah. Odell Beckham Jr. plays, plays American, American football. Soccer. American soccer. American, or, no, pl- football. He plays football. football. Okay. Yes. Whatever. Um, anyways, anyways, um, <laughs> this is a sports podcast. We always like to remind I know, people. I know. But anyways, I just think like, first of all, don't love the Kim Kardashian Beckham. Okay. Kim Beckham. I don't like you that. Don't like so that. I don't think like they will last. I don't think they can last. It just doesn't mesh. KKB. Okay. But like <laughs> if you are Kim Kardashian and you have access to like the world of people, I'm just wondering like why a professional athlete. I feel like it's not fun dating a professional athlete because one, for a majority of the year, they're on a strict schedule of mm-hmm. like they if they're not playing, like they're working out and like like I'm sorry, but like if, it's not fun. It's not fun. And then like they have to like watch what they eat and they can't like <laughs> and they like how are they on vacation? Like will they have well, a glass of during wine? the off season they probably can take a bunch of vacations. You know what I mean? They can go on vacation, but are they fun on vacation? Because one, you have to make sure like they can't go skiing. Like they can't like they can't risk an mm. injury. Like and then two, it's just like so. I just don't think it'd be fun. I feel like I don't okay. know. But Alex you Earl is it making being. it. She's making it look real fun dating. I do accent. think during the off season. I mean, some of them really like 
are still very strict, but I, I do think others, like, they make it fun. They during, make it fun? During the off season. I think some of them go, they go off. They have fun. They pop off. Yeah, pop true. off. And then, like, you're asking to get cheated on. Mm. Like, hasn't she been through enough? That's the, that's the tough one. So, the first, okay, so the first point you're making, I do think, I don't, actually, I don't know this for a fact, but... Neither of us have dated professional athletes. I, you know, in, in my <laughs> vast experience being like Kim Kardashian and dating professional yeah, athletes. Right. Um, the travel schedule, I almost wonder, she is such a busy person that I almost wonder if it's like that's a pro to her. Does oh, that she definitely sense? needs in someone a, In busy. a weird way, like, I think about, I mean, I'm nowhere close to as busy as Kim Kardashian is, but it's like if she had a man that was just like, super available like I feel like that relationship wouldn't work either like she needs to be with someone that has a ton of stuff going on has a strict travel schedule and maybe a strict eating schedule and a going out schedule or whatever that is because that's how her life is it's like she's a mom she owns all these businesses like a lot like like getting her law degree like all these crazy things that she's doing it's like she probably needs to be with someone that has a ton going on so I wonder if that's like a positive the second part though I do think there is a We've all talked about this correlation between professional athletes and cheating. Obviously, like her sister's been through that. Mm-hmm. I don't, I'm curious to know what the stats are on like successful you know, marriages. Well, successful marriages, but also like, okay, the average man in corporate America cheating oh, versus oh, la la la, I don't want to know. Versus a professional yeah. athlete versus a um, like a celebrity. Like, I'm curious, or actually, no, take out the average man in corporate America. Let's just do famous people, like singers, songwriters, um, producers, actors, et cetera, versus athletes. I'm curious to know which is higher. I actually don't know. I like to pull, I like to pull You're that right. data. I'm honestly not being fair to the other occupations. No, I all think men you, suck. Yeah, all they men, all, all men are trash. But I think, I actually think you might be right, though. Like, it, the stat might be that professional athletes are the the highest like i don't know or they're the ones that get caught the most mm. i don't know yeah that's corporate also, america cheaters that's are probably good. just like more tidy <laughs> that's not the shape. corporate america cheaters <laughs> they're off there yeah i don't know i mean i don't know i guess if you have that much money like i'd probably just hire like a private investigator on and have whoever i was dating followed if i was king kardashian like, I just, I would have their every move watched. And if you're not Kim like Kardashian, if you can't afford it, why not? put an air tag on your boyfriend. Yeah, like, know. if you can afford to have your significant other watched, like, why not do it? I think that's fine. <gasps> and, like, he shouldn't be mad unless he's doing something wrong. You oh, know? my God. I want someone to love me <laughs> enough to, to follow. That. That's where you go. Yeah. Like, you would almost think it was cute. Like, you're like, yeah. wow, like, he, he loves me enough to have me followed. Yeah. Stop. No, I'm, by the way, guys, we're kidding. Obviously, I'm not. that's not healthy boundaries. Oh. Maybe, maybe Gil's not kidding. I, I mean, you know what, Mystery Man, next, you know, for, for her birthday, just <laughs> have her follow for the day. I mean, that's actually really scary. And it's so okay. the camera, that's a bonus too. Then we can make a vlog. Oh, okay. You know? Yeah, exactly. I've always wanted to be on my own reality show. I just practice with a PI. There we go. Okay, but the real story is that Kim K is... But wait, there's more. Oh, but there's always more. She's being roasted by her fans for selling a dirty Hermes Birkin bag for 70 grand. First of all, did you know that the Kardashians have their own resale site? It's called Kardashian Closet. Obviously, the closet with a K. Very odd. Yeah. 
I had no idea. I have so much to I do guess tonight now. it makes sense. Like, I don't know. I have thoughts. Like, part of me is like, okay, well, at least the stuff's getting used by someone else. Donate but then I'm it. like, Why are you selling donate it? it? Yeah, that's the thing. Like, donate it. Like, you're set, you're putting stuff up for sale for thousands and thousands of dollars. Just like you 70K. $70,000 for a used bag. Like, give that to someone and make their life. Yeah. You don't need the money. You don't need $70,000. Mm-hmm. Like, you're good. Mm-hmm. I guess it's a rare gray matte alligator Birkin bag. It does look mm-hmm. really nice. The only thing like people are coming for, I don't think they're coming at her for selling it. I think it's because it's like kind of beat up. She did list it in good condition. Um, I oh. guess there's some discoloration on the handles and underside bottom corners and then minor scratching on the metal. I will say the handles do look Dingy. gross. Okay. They just look like like, she just got a spray tan. Like, they're, like, brown. Ugh, okay. The handles are I brown. mean, the alligator Birkin bags are insane. Like, obviously, yeah. it's, like, something that you have to— like, You can't even just, like, buy one as mm-hmm. a normal person. Like, you have to be put on, like, some crazy, like, wait list. You don't even get to choose which one you get. Like, it's you have to make super exclusive. But still, like, Kim Kardashian— should not have a dirty— You shouldn't be selling a dirty bag. That's but dumb. I kind of love that she, like— Did it? Does Well, no, like, doesn't care, like, to take care of her Birkin that much. Because, like, it's probably, like, makeup and spray tan, like, on the handle. And you think it makes her more relatable? Okay. (laughs) Yeah. I guess I could see that. That's crazy. I don't know. I I mean, everything the Kardashians do, I'm just, like, I don't necessarily get it. You know what? Speaking of the Kardashians, something (gasps) that— Well, not really super speaking of them, but— we kind of touched on this a few weeks ago, and I think it's interesting, um, okay. is how much they have all altered, like, their appearance. Oh, yes. Like, every single one of them. And I'm not ugly. I'm just poor. It's, like, it's kind of crazy because, I don't know, I am not, I'm not a huge believer in, I'm trying to figure out how to say this. Altering? I no, like I don't typically like to comment on you know oh. women's looks specifically, not their bodies, the way they look, etc. Um, but I do think it is important to note that like all of them, or most of them, I should say, look so different than they did a year ago, right? And a Every lot of people are one. saying like, oh, oh, a year ago, yeah, like they're all on Ozempic. Um, they, you know, they have all like they got all this plastic surgery. Et Has cetera. anyone actually confirmed it? Like. Either of them, any of They've them. They've never up? admitted to it, but they don't admit to really anything. anything um, so basically, like we all know that I think the Kardashians, maybe if they weren't the, then they were one of the, you know, bigger reasons why I think like the really curvy body type became quote unquote trendy, which I hate saying the fact yeah. that a body type is trendy, right? But like Kim Kardashian, the curves, the big, you know, the big booties, like all that, I feel like was like, so sought after and raised in popularity and still is really popular. Um, But then I feel like the past, I would say, like, years specifically, there's been this, like, now trend towards people being, like, you know, really, really lean and, um, like, really, really thin. And I think that I've seen, at least, like, you look at Kim Kardashian, you look at Khloe, and you're like, they used to have these, like, very... Um, like curvy bodies and they just they look 100% different now and I think everyone's saying like oh they got like their 
you know, plastic surgery removed or they're like BBLs taken in or like liposuction, ozempic, like ribs removed, like all these things to now fit into this new beauty standard, this new quote unquote trend um, to look this way. And I just thought it was interesting because I've been noticing this for a while, but I saw a TikTok um, yesterday that kind of hit home and it was a girl, um, it was just like a girl sitting there like in the gym and it was a caption over the TikTok and it said, when I see a Kendall Jenner low-waisted leggings built girl and I start to regret building tree trunks in the gym. And basically it's like, I feel like there was for many, many years and it still is going where it's like this um, almost people seeking after, like, I want to be toned. I want to be muscular. Like, I want to grow a booty. Like, I want to go to the gym. I want to lift weights. Like, I feel like that was kind of like the body positivity movement, all these things. And I think now that, like, the maybe even a sense, like, thinspo and stuff like that, it's kind of coming back. This, you know, I feel like there's a lot of girls that are like, wait a second. Like, I just worked so hard to make my body look like this, you know, ideal of, you know, having, you know, night like muscular legs and like a bigger butt and like all these things and now i'm noticing that i no longer fit into society's ideal of what beautiful is or what hot is etc so she was posting this tiktok um basically saying like i put in all these work years of hard work and now i'm maybe i'm regretting it um it was interesting because i i looked through the comments That's i don't sad. have it, it was very sad um i don't have twitter so X or X as they call it. Um, so I read comments on TikTok. Like that's my version of Same. X. Um, it's better than the TikTok. It really is. So I read through the comments and there's a lot of people that were commenting how, you know, being uh, long and lean and skinny over muscular again is is a thing. And um, how they were like, oh, like I really regret all those, you know, protein goals I hit and all those hours I put into the gym, etc. cetera. Um, and it did just make me a little sad because it hit me like the fact that body types are becoming like trendy where every few years they change. It's just like, it is so damaging. And I think we, we need to be careful as a society on like promoting like, well, this is now the ideal body type or this is the uh, no ideal body type. It's like everyone just has a different one and that's okay. Um, and I feel like whenever something becomes the new standard, now everyone feels it leaves so many people feeling like shit and you're never going to be all the standards, I guess, unless you're a Kardashian and can just can constantly alter your body. But um, then I saw other girls who were commenting saying, like, I have the Kendall Jenner body type and I wish that, you know, I was more muscular and I'm really self-conscious because I don't have a booty and all this stuff. And then I saw a comment that absolutely broke me and I felt like made me realize we needed to talk about this today. And it was just a girl and all she said was, like, when will it be enough? And I feel like reading that hurt hurt me to read because she said so many things in like not a lot of words like just when will it be enough and it made me realize like how many things like I know I've been through or seen people that I care about and love like been through to make our bodies look a certain way our hair look a certain way our makeup look a certain way and not because it's like oh this is cute and fun and oh like I want to you know, I want to look like this because it'll, you know, it'll make me happy today. But because I'm like, I want to be enough. And if I can fit into like whatever crazy insane beauty standard is in there, maybe, maybe I could be enough for someone and maybe I could be loved. And it's just, 
it made me so sad because I, I think deep down in, in a lot of us, at least there's like this intrinsic, like feeling of like, I, in order to be enough, I need to look like this. And it just, it is so sad. Damn. Okay. So a lot to unpack. I feel like it goes so much deeper than just body image. I feel yeah. like as a society, I feel like we've lost control of originality and yeah. like being your own individual. I feel Definitely. like what is the latest? Um, it's like the the newest style trend where it's like, oh, like mob, oh, mob wife era. Yeah, yeah. Like, like the, it, the like, clean girl's out, the mob yes. wife is in. Like it's it's so exhausting having to like keep up. And like, don't get me wrong. I'm saying it's exhausting. I don't even try to keep up. Like I have not participated in clean girl makeup or or mob wife era. Strawberry. Like, I, 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 I don't know. I stopped participating a long time ago. But you know, like girls that are way younger than us and are way more impressionable online. Like they're seeing all these trends with style and body, body image. And at a time where it's like, they're already probably so confused. They're definitely confused. What's going on with their bodies. Like they're going through puberty or they're trying to figure out like who they are and like grow into their bodies, become a woman. And on top of that, they have to, you know, one year have a fat ass and the next year be sickly thin as a board. And it's like all that fluctuating, not just in weight, but like mentally. Yeah. In the long run, it's going to cause so much more damage. And the fact that like women, especially as a whole, like in society, feel the need to feel accepted and validated by like what's currently popular is just so backwards when it's like, no, you should feel accepted and validated for being who you are, which is more special and unique than just following a stupid trend that's literally going to pass. Yeah, exactly. In three months. And I think that there's already this impossible standard to, um, you know, it's like, oh, someone will always be, you know, skinnier. Someone will always be funnier. Someone will always be, you know, smarter, richer, whatever that is, which is already so hard. But then the fact that it's like, okay, well, you know, I spent, you know, years going to the gym and I feel really confident about um, how I feel and like, you know, how I look. And I finally have, you know, those like booty gains I've been wanting. And then boom, all of a sudden it's like, oh, that's actually like, people don't like that anymore. And like, obviously it shouldn't realistically matter. But when these things are just getting pushed and the agendas are getting pushed like so deeply, it's like all of a sudden it hits you where you're like, wait, I'm back to feeling like I'm not good enough. And I I don't have that body type. And like, ugh, like, is it like, I'm down on myself again. Yeah. I do want to say, like, if we do have any younger listeners, like, I don't know how young our audience goes, but the one thing about men is I feel like, for the most part, they stay true. Like, I feel like there's something for everyone. Like, guys, you know, they're not going to follow the trends like we do. Like, this, like, if if a guy is perpetually single, you know, he's not going to one year like only skinny girls because that's what's in and then the next year like a girl that's shaped like a coke bottle because that's what's in he's gonna like a a skinny girl because he likes skinny girls or he's gonna like like a a curvy girl because he likes curvy girls or he's going to like you no matter what shape size 
you are and that but like that's the thing about men like they're not they're they're simple creatures and they're not like that calculated where it's like okay if I follow this trend like maybe my crush will like me like no he's gonna like you for who you are and if he doesn't then screw him yeah and I think that that's why it actually like it goes it goes so much deeper and more insidious than because I actually don't even know if it has anything to do with men like I really think it's about like being good enough for yourself yeah, that's what it really is. Like, I, you pull back all the layers, um, and I feel like the insecurities I've had aren't things that, like, Michael's ever had an issue with. Nope. Like, he's never looked at me and been like, oh, wow, like, I really well, wish you were blonde. I guess, like, well, yeah. But, like, what about, like, dad bods? Like, do you think, like, I don't, I don't, it's just, it feels different. I, yeah, I don't know. I, it I don't, is. You're right. That, that was a trend, I guess. But, like, I do think it, I do think that women specifically are targeted in this area. Not to say that men aren't in different ways because they 100% are. And that's Mm -hmm. a story for another episode. But I think in this specific area, women are targeted. And if you pull back all the layers, I think it's really about, like, I need to be better at something in order to feel like I am worthy of being loved. And I need to be whatever it is that I need, like, that I believe in my heart that I need to be in order to be good enough. And I don't even know good enough for who, good enough for a man, good enough for my friends, good enough for my parents. Like, I don't feel like I need to be, you know, a size zero to be good enough for my group of friends or for Michael or for my parents, for my sister, for my coworkers. Like, so who do I feel like I need to be good enough for? And I think ultimately it's like, for yourself. Like, I think a lot of this comes from, I don't feel like I'm good enough for me. Like, I think that's, that's ultimately what it comes down to, because I think we are so lied to and our brains mess with, mess with us so badly and have us believing like, you're not good enough. Like until like, oh, you, you you know, you gained a little weight, like you're, you're not good enough. You're not, oh, you, um, you know, have a pimple, like you look like shit. People don't want, you're not good enough. Like you just got, you left your job. You're not good enough. Like whatever that thing is, um, I think our brains just like convince us that we aren't good enough for like society's expectations of us. And that just gets so exhausting to have like replaying in your head because no one is really thinking that of you. We're just all thinking it of ourselves. How do we reprogram society? Because I'm honestly so sick of it. I'm literally so sick of it. Yeah. Like, I feel like it starts with us. Like, each and every person. Like, we just have to fight against the trends. Like, stop buying into... Yeah. Like, whatever the next... I don't know how we fix this solution. Because it's so cyclical. Like, it's so... problem. Like, the things that were so in style in the early 2000s are all coming back right Mm -hmm. now. Right? And... It's like you just see things like go through like loops and loops and loops. Like for a while, it's like no one did under eye makeup and now people are doing under eye makeup again. Like just, which is a silly one. But like high-rise everything. High-rise jeans is here to stay though. Every, well, true. High-rise <laughs> jeans are, yeah, <laughs> but then people are trying to bring to back the low-rise. And it's like every fall you go brunette just to wish that you were a blonde again in the summer. Like yeah. I, I think that the trends are always going to be there and things are going to go in and out of style. And I really hope that there's a day where body like physical body types don't become in and out of style. I just think yeah. that's so weird because like your body is your body. Like we should, we should love our bodies, but 
regardless of that, there's always going to be styles. There's always going to be trends. And hopefully someday we can mature enough as a society where we just stop putting emphasis on it. And it's like being emphasis, putting emphasis on it even means like, let's not also not hate on the girls who, you know, don't, who aren't curvy. Like, let's just be like, yeah, whatever you look like, whatever your body is, like that's, that's your body. And you should love it. You should love what it does for you, that it, you can get up in the morning, that you can walk to your car. Like that is enough reason to be appreciative. But I think that the standards still, like, still do get to us. But I realize like that may never go away. And one thing like I struggle with is that I need to, I need to reach a point where I'm like, okay, I need to decide to be happy with myself, regardless of like the trends that are out there or the, the standards that are out there, or that maybe there's a part of me that's like, you could look better. You could be better. You could be this, you could be that like, and find a way to like block out that noise and find a way to love myself for who I am today. And I feel like that's so much easier said than done. Oh yeah. I mean, I'm nearing 30 and I'm still trying to figure it out. Oh, no, I can't believe I just said that. Nearing that you're nearing 30. Yeah, nearing 30 Ooh. is like, that's a wild thing to say. I can't, I've never said that out loud. Wow. Yeah. Okay, not to like create a conspiracy theory, but like, do you think that like in any, like, is there any chance that the Kardashians and Ozempic like have this like deal where it oh. was like, okay, we need you to start the skinny trend and then people are going to want to achieve that trend. So then we're going to like introduce, not that oh. Ozempic is new, like it's been around, but we're, we're going like, to push it. it. Yeah, we're going to push it and then make it accessible for everyone. And then you'll get a cut of all of our... Nothing would surprise me these days. Like I could 100% right? see that happening. Like Chris Jenner definitely did, is behind this. It did seem very sudden. When oh my God, am happened. I going to get sued? <laughs> yeah. Chris Jenner would definitely sue me too. Yeah. It's just like... I don't know. It's crazy. But I think that I do think that the idea of not being enough is one that I know I have at least struggled with my whole life, not being enough. And I don't it's an interesting one because I don't even know where it comes from. Like you're not you're just you're just not enough. Like whatever you do, you're not enough. And I think that it's Again, easier said than done, but like my goal at least is to reach a point where I can realize that like we, I am enough, like we are enough and whatever things you're trying to get in your life are never going to be enough. If you're tying, and we've talked about this before, if you're tying your happiness to something, it's never going to be enough. Like if you're tying your happiness to like a weight goal that you want to hit, it's not going to be enough. If you're tying your happiness to a significant promotion. other to a promotion at work to, um, you know, going on a vacation to having the dream wedding, whatever, like to having four children, like if your physical happiness, like ha your happiness as a human being is tied to someone else or something else or a goal, you're going to be let down because nothing will ever be enough to fill the void that's in your heart. I just really believe that. Like you need to realize that you are enough today. Even if you're not in the best financial situation, even if you are in a relationship or even if you are single with kids, without kids, without the big house, paying rent, whatever that looks like, whatever your life looks like, you can decide 
that you are enough because you're unique and you're you and there's no one else that's like you. And instead of using that as a disadvantage, like, oh, like I'm, I'm so messed up. There's no one else like me. It's like, no, there's no one else like you. Like that's pretty kick-ass. Like you are enough because there's no one else that's you. Um, and I, I don't know. I think it's really hard. Like we, <laughs> I was joking around my, with my sister about this, talking about therapy where I'm like, I feel like the first 20 years of your life, you just really like kind of mess yourself up. Like mm-hmm. you do make a bunch of stupid choices when you're young. All these things kind of like affect you maybe on an unconscious level when you're in like middle percent. school, high school, you know, early, like whatever, like weird, like stupid decisions you make when you're young. And then when you get into your 20s, all of a sudden you realize, oh, shit, I'm a little messed up. And then you spend the next 20 years trying to fix it. And it's kind of funny. No, it's not <gasps> You're funny. saying it's going to take me 20 years? No, it's not going to take 20 years. I'm just saying, oh, like, I feel like all of us— Halfway there. Like, in college, I'm sure, like, all of these things, all these issues that I have, I think I've had, you know, since college. Like, I can look back now and be like, oh, yeah, that was a little toxic. Oh, yeah, like, that way of thinking was a little odd. I don't think I recognized it at the time because I was just like, oh, look, I'm a crazy college kid, whatever. Now I'm like, yeah, that was a little odd. But I think it took until I was in my 20s to, like, recognize, like, oh, wait, this isn't this isn't healthy way of thinking and this isn't normal. And, like, I can actually change this. But I also think it's going to take time to change it. And, like, that's okay. It's not like you wake up one day and you're like, I've decided today that I am enough and that I love myself. And, like, that's it. Like, beautiful. Turn the page. Move on to the next thing. Like, that's not how it works. Like, I think it really is a healing journey. If that's how it works, I would literally pay any, like, any magic (laughs) pill. Like, I would pay a lot of money for that because it takes a lot of time and energy and work to truly be happy. Yeah. It doesn't, it's not just. Yeah. And it's not linear. Like it's, it's really not. And I think that's the biggest thing that I've tried to work out with myself and my brain is like, I wake up some days and I am so chipper and in such a good mood. And I'm like, this is it. Like I feel good. Like today I feel like I am enough. Like I really, like today I woke up and I'm not saying literally today, but like some days I wake up, I'm like, I feel like I am enough. Like I feel I feel okay. I feel like I can go out there and be loving and be the person I want to be. And then other days I wake up and I feel like shit. What do you think is different about those days? Because for me, it's literally comparison. Like I think comparison Mm -hmm. is the thief of joy. Truly, I think the world would be a better place without social media. I find myself so, so often literally just comparing like every little thing about myself. Like not just like appearance wise, but like, oh, that looks cool or whatever. Like, I wish I was doing that or I wish my photo dump looked like that. Like, anything. Like, It is true. The world would be a better place without it. And I think that, I don't know, I think things were just simpler when social media wasn't around and you didn't have everything in your face. Everything in your face making you feel insecure, not confident. Yeah, I think that's, honestly, I think that's a huge one. And I think one productive thing that you can do for yourself because again like the the journey of like self-acceptance and self-love is truly a journey but I think like one immediate thing you can do is take control of like the social media and stuff because you're right I do think that there is a direct correlation if I spend a lot of time on TikTok or on Instagram I do think I see a correlation between like my mood and like how I'm feeling about myself yeah um and whether or not you think it affects you or it doesn't like it's literally designed to affect you um 
I try to do no social media before bed. I think that like how you start your day and how you end your day are extremely important. Obviously, like the middle is too, but I think when you first wake up in the morning, if the first thing you're doing is going on Instagram and like seeing what other people are doing or what other people look like, I think that is just like toxic thoughts are coming in first thing, at least for me. And if I'm ending my day like that right before I go to bed, it's like toxic thoughts ending my day and I'm carrying that with me like into my dreams, into my sleep. Like I just, I think you have to protect your peace. And honestly, it's just, it's not worth it. Like me scrolling on Instagram, is it really worth kind of like starting my day on a shitty note? No, it's not. That's why I like don't follow many celebrities or influencers because I know it'll just make me feel like shit about myself. Yeah, exactly. And I think we've talked in here before about like sometimes if you need to like rationalize with yourself and be like, am I someone that is going to get like that internalizes too much what I see on social media. And if you are, like, if you're like, I can't follow like a, you know, Australian influencer because every time I see her post, I get down on myself. I don't look like her. Or I can't follow this travel vlogger because I get jealous. If you know that about yourself, like unfollow them. Like that's, that's okay. That's not you being mean. I think it's okay to be, or like silence their post or like whatever that takes. Maybe take a social media break, like delete the app for two weeks. See how you feel. I guarantee you that, if you're listening to this right now and you're like, okay, I'm struggling in these areas, if you delete Instagram and TikTok for two weeks, and for those two weeks, you, before bed, read a book, don't watch TV, I'm telling you it will, it will start to transform your mindset. Like, it makes such a big difference because it's those little subtle things that add up and end up being big problems. In my head, I'm like, oh, like, get up, scroll to social media, what's the big deal? It's five minutes. But like, it ends up building up in your brain and it can be detrimental. I think I could give up social media before bed. I don't think, or just in general. Like I think I could delete my Instagram and Mm -hmm. TikTok for two weeks, but I don't think I could do no TV before bed. So maybe you start with, yeah. So maybe social media. I think I would go crazy because I I don't like reading because it's hard for me. (laughs) So I have to reread paragraphs over and over. I do that too. I think most of us do that. Like, Like, no one wants to admit it. Well, I need to like reread the same thing seven times to understand what they're saying. And I'm like, I I don't think I'm like, how are readers having fun? I would Yeah, are readers, the readers out there, are you guys, are you guys having fun? Like, (laughs) Like, do you just have to train your brain? Like, I don't, I think it is. I think it's a skill, but it does, it does make me feel better before bed. Like, it makes me more tired. Anyways, the readers out there, if you have any tips, let us know from two non reading girlies. Well, baddies, that is all we had for you this week. Thank you for listening. We love you so much. Follow us on Instagram. It's at drinksafterwork underscore. Follow us on TikTok at drinksafterwork no underscore. Don't delete your Instagram or TikTok yet. Follow us and then oh, follow and then us delete the and app. then delete it Not and then the create a fake account. App. Follow us and yes then, and then delete and then the leave app. a five star rating and review yes. on Apple. I want to read your reviews. Yes. Say really nice things about me okay. to make me feel better about right. myself. I think you can say nice good. things about Shannon too, but like focus on something about Gail. Yeah, yeah, she's the she's the star of the show. Well, <laughs> baddies, we love you. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.